It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Comment ça va? Comment ça va means how are you in French? How was your day? Comment était ta journée? Uh, because that's where I'm from, France. If you are joining the show, bienvenue. Uh, I want to just share a thought that I had with my therapist the other day. She said something I thought was very deep. She said, you know, at one point, after many years of therapy like me, you have analyzed this and that and why you act like this, why you do like this. You also have to take risk, you know, and, and enjoy situations you, you never thought you would, whether it's as a single person, whether in a relationship, but you got it there. You can't always intellectualize everything. And so I thought about this for the show too and, and to keep it, which I think we do most of the time here, you and I, it, it, practical, right? I'm, I'm learning with my new therapist, practical not always intellectual or, you know, we've got the emotions, of course, and we put words on the emotions and then we find a practical solution. That is the recipe of the rendezvous. Calls are next. You have a question for me about your love life? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Claire. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Claire. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? So, um... I just met someone who is really great, really attracted to each other. Um, it would be perfect, except he's quite a bit younger than I am. I'm 45. I mean, I'm like a young 45, um, and he is 22. Okay. That is tricky in and of itself, and he's also only, he's only a year older than my son. Okay. Well, let me ask you, uh, first of all, when you think of uh, this man, this young man, how does that make you feel? Oh, I mean, he's, he's wonderful. He makes me excited. I, you know, I, I haven't really seen anybody since my divorce over 10 years ago. Like, he, he makes me, you know, it sounds cheesy, but he, he, like, makes me feel alive again. I, like, light up when I see him. Yes. Um, you've had ooh-la-la with him, I presume? No. We have not had ooh-la-la yet. Uh, we've had two dates, um, and I've been kind of putting off because it just feels insane, this age difference and the fact that he's so close in age to my son, so... There has well, been no ooh-la-la. But you want to ooh-la-la with him? I would like to ooh-la-la with him, yes. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. Um, let's put aside your son because he's, this has nothing to do with him. Uh, you are both adults. It's nobody's business. And life is made of experiences. Sometimes it lasts a year, sometimes 10 years. So sometimes, you know, like your last marriage, you know, you say, I do, and then you end up with a divorce. So my advice to you, Claire, is go for it 100% and live your life and okay. enjoy this youth and enjoy the experience. You know, it's like enjoy the lightness of, of being. You will bring in many great things. He will bring you many great things. It might last a year, it might last two, it might last three, who knows? But whether it's the same age, whether it's much younger or much older, Nobody knows, okay? Mm. So my advice is have no guilt, ooh-la-la to the max, and live your life to the fullest. Two consenting adults, that's all that it, it, it matters to me. 
Ooh la la to the max. I mean, I like it. I was hoping you would say that. So. To the max, wild and savage, ooh <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. That's my advice. With no, no guilt and no regrets. Good for you. Okay. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Thank you for calling, Claire. Have a good night. Thank you. So, you know, we got to talk about age difference. We got to break the taboo, the cliche. Coming up next. So I got to say that when it comes to age difference, I hear a lot of criticism for everybody. And my last caller, Claire, who's 45, just wanted to date 22, I said, go for it. Why? Because when it comes to two consenting adults, we should be happy for them. Because she was divorced and she said, I do to somebody else. And she thought it would last. It didn't. You never know. No one never knows. You might say, I do tomorrow and I wish it is forever. If it's not, it's not. You're coming out of a divorce, you want some wild and fun time. Listen, everybody should be encouraging. I think we're all a bit jealous because it's wild and crazy. And I think also we have to take away the stigma. So coming up, let me let me share a personal story about somebody I did younger and what was the stigma. So we are 100% transparent on that. Next. So, you know, back in my early 40s, I did somebody who was 15 years younger than me for about a year and a half. It was wonderful. We had such a great time. So she must have been 25. I was 41. We had a wonderful time. A wonderful time. And people say, oh, she's too young for you. They told her, oh, she's too old for you. And then, you know, a year and a half later, she met somebody else and left me. And actually married that guy who's almost uh, the same age than me anyway. Uh, and they have kids and she's a dear friend of mine. And we talked about it because we're still friends. That's a long time ago now. And the stigma is always the same. Oh, it's a shame those older men who date younger women. Or when it's an older woman, like my last caller, you know, oh, she's a cougar, this, that. Truth is, one life. Anyone can date anyone when both are consenting adults. That's my philosophy for all of us, not just for me, not just for you, for all of us. And if two people are happy together, it brings good vibes to the universe, and we can use that. You call the next. Bonjour, Jade. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jade. What's up? How can I help you? I'm in love with my best friend, and I don't know whether or not I should tell him about it. So um, tell me about this, this best friend of yours. Okay, so there's definitely something between us. I just don't know if right now is the best time to tell him. He just broke up with someone a few months ago, and I, I think that he still has feelings for her. Well, but now, do you, do you feel loving romantic feelings for him? Like, tell me how you feel about him. Oh, I'm, I'm madly in love with him. Madly in love? Yeah, I'm like, so I'm like I'm that. physically attracted to him. I'm emotionally fulfilled by him. It's all there. So you fear is that he's not a ready or is rebounding? Exactly. What is your fear? Kind of both of those things. I I feel like he might not be in the best place just mentally. And mm -hmm. when I when I want him, I want him to be one hundred percent. And I don't want him to be thinking about someone else. I want him to be thinking about me. 
I see. Well, but I do want him to know that I am in love with him. Well, here's the thing. We live once. I, I will say it over and over because I think we forget that. And who doesn't dare doesn't live. So, Jade, you've got to follow your intuition. In your intuition as a woman, because a woman intuition is never wrong. Do you feel the timing is right or not? I, I kind of do, yeah. He tells me kind? he loves me whenever we get off the phone. Whenever we see each other, he tells me he loves me. He loves you, but do you feel he wants you? Yeah. Well then, then I say go for it. That's great news. You can't live in fear. Who doesn't dare doesn't live. It might work or not work, but my advice, Jade, is to go for it with everything you've got. All right, I'm going to do it. And the way for him to know you want to do that is you've got to touch his hand, like barely touch it smoothly, and if you touch his shoulder, his hand or something, as a man, we understand that the signal, it's okay, you know. Or when you're going to say bye-bye, you just keep you know, your head close to, to him and your, your lips close to his. And then up, smoochie-doochie. Okay, I'm going to do it. All right, Jade, best of luck to you. Thank you for calling. You have a good night. Thanks, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go help Lucy because her boyfriend, he needs to learn something ASAP. You'll understand. DM is next. So this is... This is unbelievable. Uh, Lucy sent me a DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. Whenever my boyfriend is in the mood for ooh-la-la, he'll just grab my butt or say something like, it's go time. And it's just not sexy and it doesn't make me want to ooh-la-la. How can I fix this? Yeah, how would you feel if your boyfriend just grab your butt or say, hey, go time. Would you feel like in the mood or not? We'll talk about that next. So I'm a bit shocked, to say the least, that a guy thinks it's okay when it's time to ulala, he wants to ulala, to just grab uh, the butt of his girlfriend, Lucy, or just say it's go time. I mean, how would you feel if your woman listening to me in your car, if your man would just grab your butt or just say it's go time and you would be, I guess, assuming that it's time to ulala. Uh, but it's very simple, uh, Lucy. What to do is not to ulala. That's it. And say, what do you think I am? You know, uh, I'm not an object. So there's no go time. What about the romance? What about, you're beautiful. I just can't believe how lucky I am to have a girlfriend like you or a wife like you. But you have the upper hand. You're not a victim unless you let that repeat itself over and over. So Lucy, all you got to do is say, Go time for you to go to the kitchen and start the cooking, boy. That's what I would say. You'll understand. There's no more ooh-la-la when he says go time or grab your butt. That's my advice. Just say how you feel. So important to say the truth. Call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Avery. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Avery. So I understand you have a, a, a love story, you know, something romantic that happened you want to share on my show. Please go ahead. I'm all ears. Okay. Um, I would love to tell you about how my boyfriend proposed to me. Um, oh, yes. It was, it was perfect. Huh. It was perfect for us. It was perfect for me. Um, mm-hmm. my, my, my boyfriend is always joking that I lose everything and he's 
probably right. I do. I, I lose a lot of things. Um, so he always said that he would get me a twist tie instead of a ring when he proposed. Uh-huh. Uh, so we were at our, we were taking our favorite walk in downtown, and there's this one courtyard where there's a fountain and there's this garden, and it's just absolutely beautiful, and we walk there all the time together. And I turned around, and he is holding out. He had made an elaborate ring out of a twist tie. And wow. I I immediately said, I said, yes, yes. <laughs> he didn't even have to ask. I said, yes. <laughs> and he stopped, and he got a little red in his face. And he said, no, you're not doing it right. Oh. And I said, wait, what? And he, he, he says, you were supposed to get mad at me and stomp your foot and tell me to do it right. And then I was going to pull out the real ring. And he pulls out the real ring. And he got down on his knee. And he asked me to marry him. And it was uh. just, it was ridiculous. And, and, and it was perfect. I but he was it. so mad at me because I messed it up. Messed it up. How did that make you feel, though, uh, the first and the second time? Like, tell me how that make you feel. Oh, well... I mean, you know, honestly, when he brought out the twist tie, because he's been, we've been together for a while. We've been together for seven years. And when he brought out the twist tie, that was the most amazing moment that I, because it's been the joke. It's been the joke he's made for the last five years that we would, that we, <laughs> he would only propose with a twist tie. Uh, so then with the real ring, that just made it a hundred times better. It was it was amazing. It just made me feel like he really knows who I am, and he sees me. Exactly. You felt heard, and you felt seen, right? <laughs> yes, I did. That, that's it. That's it. Thank you so much for sharing. Congratulations, Avery, to both of you. Many years of happiness. Thank you. Thank you so much. Coming up, let's go to Kathy's voicemail. Apparently, Kathy doesn't like her boyfriend's friends. That's next. Uh, Kathy left me a voicemail. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. Um, my name is Kathy, and I'm, I've been dating this guy for um, a few months now, and he's great. Um, everything's going great. But I don't really like his friends. Um, he has um, this group of friends that he's known since high school, and individually they're each fine, um, but when they all get together, it's like they never left high school. Um, and I just don't really know how to talk to him about it because um, they, like, poke fun at me. Like, in, it, it's never awful, but it's, it feels uncomfortable and, you know, mean-spirited, and, like, they play a lot of video games. And um, so I just uh, was looking for some advice on how to talk to him about that, I guess. Um, thank you so much. I am looking forward to hearing what you have to say, and I love hearing it from your voice. Um, au revoir. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Um, stay with me. I'm going to help you next. So what should you do if um, you have a great boyfriend like Kathy, but his friends are just like annoying, making jokes at you and playing video games all the time. It just makes you feel uncomfortable and awkward or even, you know, worse. So, um, Kathy, it's very simple. you got to have a talk with him and tell him this is passive aggressive from him to not defend you. Number one, if anybody's making fun of you, he should interfere right away. If he doesn't, that means he's participating in a passive-aggressive way. And second of all, you have the upper hand. 
if he really loves you, you tell him, listen, uh, either you take your friends, you know, outside the house and the, you can play video games outside, uh, or I just don't want to be in the same place than you and those guys because, you know, it's just not fun for me. And you got to tell it like it is. Life is too short for unspoken. Too short for unspoken, okay? So be direct, be, be, be honest, and tell him how you feel. And stand up for yourself. That's my advice. You call the next. Bonjour, Tracy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Tracy. What's going on? Uh, well, you know, over pandemic, my husband, uh, you know, we both stayed home for a long time, just like everybody else. And he has gotten a little bit uh, lazy, I guess is the word. Um, not only in his fitness, but also around the house. He's just not doing as much as he used to. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to bring it up to him. I don't want to cause a fight, but I don't know how to get him motivated again. And uh, that's why I'm calling. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Uh, there's a very simple way. You stop cleaning too. Um, so you let the house go down completely. Like, and then at one point he's going to say to you, what's going down, honey? And you say, yeah, what's going down, honey? And you say, you know, um, I don't see any maids here, so we got to talk about this. Who's doing who? Who's doing what? Who's cleaning what? But I want him to feel it. If he can't understand through your words, he will understand when the house is really filthy. <laughs> and that's the only way. That's a great idea. I've just been cleaning up after him and see? letting him sit and do nothing. Well, so this is the end. You know, like yeah. the doors who said, this is the end. Well, now... <laughs> You can sing that song to him and he's going to have to pick up his butt and start cleaning with you. It's 50-50 in the house. It's not 100% for you, nothing for him. That's right. That's right. I so, thought I was going to hurt his feelings, but you're right. He has to pitch in. Listen, I'm a guy. I would not get my feeling hurt. I would laugh and say, you're right, honey. Let's pick it up and let's do a kind of like a distribution of who does what in the house. And that, that's it. Let's get moving. All right. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, you too, Simon. Hey, would you rather date somebody who had a lot of ooh-la-la experience or someone who never had ooh-la-la before? <laughs> Next. Hey, would you rather date someone who had a lot of ooh-la-la experience or someone who never had ooh-la-la before? So guess what? I posted that on my social media at Money Radio. 61% said, I'd rather have someone with a lot of ulala experience. And only 39% of you said, someone who's never had ulala before. And uh, for me, I'd rather have somebody with a lot of experience. Anyway, um, thank you so much for voting. And merci pour avoir passé votre soirée avec moi. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.